have always heard a lot of people say, don't fit in, stand out. But what if you had a better option than standing out and fitting in? Well, tune into this episode to know what it is. Hey there, I'm Ishani Nigam and you have tuned into my first step ever podcast. I realized life's too short to postpone your dreams and too long to live someone else's. So after failing thousand times and finally on a journey to fulfill my dreams of impacting people's life through what I do the best, entertain and educate through podcasting, digital content creation and thought leadership. On this podcast, I uncover stories that help you see why you must do what you want in life build conviction to follow them, and how to build systems to sustain them. And if you are an entrepreneur or a brand seeking exactly the same, then I'm up for a chat on my Instagram handle, which is at myfirststepever underscore in. But for now, if you want to achieve your goals and build never-failing systems, then what are you waiting for? Let's get started. Welcome on my first step ever. I am so excited, thrilled, and you might hear that energy level go a bit up today because I am with a person who exudes energy, positive energy, and that's the first time and that's her first impression that I have of our guest speaker today because that's when I heard her speak and she's marvelous and you'll get to know in a bit now. So please join me in welcoming amazing, amazing woman who's doing an amazing job for a lot of people, helping a lot of individuals for different purposes. But for now, join me in welcoming Bernie Davies all the way from UK. Hi, Bernie. <laughs> all the way from the United Kingdom. Uh, is it Melbourne you are? That's right. Australia. Yes. Awesome. All that good weather. I do. I absolutely do envy you guys with the good weather over there. But how is this coming? I'm starting to see some sunshine behind the clouds. (laughs) (laughs) Well, sunny days are always welcome, even though we are now entering winter very soon. But we are lucky that we have some sunny days as well over here. (laughs) Oh, awesome. Fantastic. Brilliant. I think uh, before we move in, I would like to introduce you definitely to my speakers. Uh, A lot of people who are listening to us from UK, they might already know you. But for a lot of other youngsters who are here who would really like to learn a thing from you or your experiences, let me explain them that what, what is the buzz all about you over here. So Bernie Davis is a publisher, TEDx speaker, best-selling author, and entrepreneurship leader with an outstanding legal career in property. Wow, that is amazing. <laughs> Who has now dedicated herself to helping businesses to increase visibility, grow their network and thrive. But her experience is made up of a lot of ups, lows, downs that we are going to discuss today. And I think so relevant for a lot of youngsters because she had some really challenging times while growing up. So I think she's a very good, she's a very apt guest speaker for us. Moving forward, she is a multi-award winning inspirational speaker. So I'm so happy I have you over here. (laughs) (laughs) It's, It's a complete honor for my first step ever. She has also spoken at United Nations, the House of Lords. Wow. 
<laughs> Bernie supports the Welsh government, major banks, and universities globally to motivate and inspire entrepreneurs. And that's just a very, very good and quick summary of all the highlights that we see. But yes, what? No more about me. <laughs> <laughs> but I think what's more important is to understand what goes behind all these achievements that she has, and how she has made the character, the personality that you can see or you can hear right now. So, Bernie. My first question is that you come from a very humble background and cut to the present day, you have made a fortune, not just financially, but, you know, also with the goodwill that you have, the kind heart that you had and the way you're helping other people out. So let's trace back to your childhood and please tell us what was your mindset back then? How was your surrounding? It was interesting, my childhood, because first of all, I was fourth of five children and yeah, and my background, yeah, I would say my parents' background was humble, but mine was a very humble because they they were brought up poor and they made their way through hard work. So my mother was a university professor. My father, even though he trained as a chemist, he actually made his money selling life insurance and he made a lot of it. So I was very comfortable in terms of my surroundings, but... If anybody knows about the Caribbean family, yes, you're born, that means you're going to do well. There is no if, but, or wow. maybe. Yes. And then being fourth in the totem pole, I had a difficult time finding my way in that whole dynamic because everybody was so strong and still are. <laughs> Opinionated, accomplished from wow. the little thoughts. <laughs> You know, achievement was a big thing. So I was very competitive. I discovered that the only time that I would get any kind of airplay was if when we used to have, they used to, <laughs> they used to have every week, listen, young people, you know, you should thank your parents. But for me, at four, five, as, as far as I can remember, might have been earlier, we had <laughs> weekly um multiplications, um, spelling, all sorts of those competitions in the household. And I discovered that if I won, I would for a brief moment be center stage. No longer the little runt. I had attention. I felt good. So what that happened, that, that did to me, that made me value what I did above who I was I placed then wrong I, I went into wrong value systems so I became one insecure competitive annoying teenager by the time I, I got to my teens nobody liked me because all I was about was the competition let me just touch upon the fact that you have just spelled it out that you were one annoying kid. <laughs> That's so honest because a lot of us are and we just don't accept the fact at that point in time. And what's one of the most important things that you have spoken about is the value systems and being very young not having the right environment for us or maybe not knowing you know, how important values are or what are our own values it's very difficult exactly. to yeah it's very difficult to build a personality and as you mentioned that 
you had a very competitive mindset back then uh, because you had some really strong people you know in your uh, strong personalities in your own family so it's always it becomes a thing you know you have to at least match up to them so yes yeah it shapes you does it Ish- ishani it shapes you there, there, you, you, there, no, there's no getting away from it you know your nur- the nurture there's nature and there's nurture it shapes you and um, but one of the things that as i said about i was annoying when i got into my teens it started to reflect on my relationships around me in school and nobody liked me and i used to go home to my mother and I used to complain i used to say nobody likes me this one said this is she used to say to me you need to know yourself she said you need to know yourself she used to tell me in latin so she was you know one of the benefits of having a, a an educated mother I, I get told off in latin and um <laughs> And I remember thinking that she failed there. I was thinking like, seriously now, are you serious? You know, did you miss Mother in 101? You know, like that section that about the troubled teen phase, because I'm going through it and you're not there for me. Come on, you need to give me more than that. But I discovered, because my mother knew, and the single most important thing I could ever do in life, and the greatest treasure I would ever find is myself. Because knowing myself, it would put me in a position of power in life and in business. And it would free me of life's bullies and that need to always be proving myself, proving myself, proving myself. Who am I? If I knew who I was, then I could stand in my own, you know, truth in owning who I was, warts and all. Because we all have good, we all have bad. So yeah. I, I, I struggled with that during my teens. Really struggled with that. And so, guys who are listening, you know, do not lose sight of who you are. Do not get pressured to be like anyone else. There's this old saying; it's overused, but it's relevant. I always say I don't shy away from cliches because a cliche is only a cliche because it's a good saying and people say it all the time. That's right. Yes. And this cliche that I think is of value is the one that says, only you, you can never be, and nobody else can be as good at being you than you. That's right. Yes? Yep. Nobody can be you better than you. So you need to own, know, acknowledge, and value who you are. Those are such powerful words. And once you come to understand what, Bernie is actually saying you you really start loving yourself, start loving your life, and you'll have the power of creating things for your own. So before we reach that, I'm sure Bernie, you had a journey to you know have that realization, and you have gone a lot of ups and downs. Firstly, thank you for sharing those moments where you felt uncomfortable with yourself, and you had all those questions, and you felt that nobody likes you, because these are such usual, common, unfortunately common experiences that a lot of teenagers have and it's okay I think that's the time you're growing up but what's more important that if you do come across experiences of people speaking about their experiences and how things change for them then it's the time for you to think about how you can change things for yourself now moving on from you being a child who has always been very competitive and wanted to be top of everything how did that change take place with you? I remember hearing in one of your interviews that you had a very life-defining, life-changing moment. 
in yes. your college time so yes, yeah what happened right. and where did the yes. courage uh, how i really I, i definitely want to understand you know where did the courage come from that the decision that you took yeah so so the thing is ishani and you know those of you who are listening i you can imagine so i built my whole sense of who i am based on what i do right so i am top of the class teacher's pet you know getting everything right doing everything right when i saw my other friends doing stuff i'm like oh i don't do that you know everything to make me feel good about myself because i felt rotten about myself so i was comparing myself with other people so guys next thing stop comparing yourself favorably against others sometimes we compare ourselves negatively which is just as bad but also thinking you're better than people sets you up for a reality check yes so that is what happened with me so you can imagine from my prominent family where everybody is doing excellently including more and then i go to university first year university and i'm studying government and politics and then i get pregnant and drop out of first year university i just want that to sit with you for a minute what do you think that did to this little girl who based everything about who she was and what she did and then to put find myself in a position where there are eyes of disapproval in all my life i lived on eyes of approval words of praise acclamation think about that for a minute yes no i can have the choice and this is what i say to people sometimes a thing that comes to harm you seemingly is a thing that actually shapes you mm-hmm. and in your moment when you find yourself at your lowest be careful of the company you keep because sometimes the people who pretend and sometimes they genuinely are for you but they give you the wrong advice they say oh there 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 you can't cope now you have a you're pregnant or you're going to go back and face them what are you going to do oh you can't go back to university you have a little you're going to be have a baby oh oh my goodness life's over now what are you going what are your what are your options they're sorry for you but they're giving you sorry advice yeah but there's always one and whenever you are at your moment your university moment for me that was my uni- that was my moment university moment for whatever your university first year university moment is when you reach that point yes there are very many voices choose the voice you listen to so i listened to the voice of my father and he said to me listen you're not the first girl who this has happened to and you're not going to be the last pick yourself up you can do it and that's what i chose to listen to mm-hmm. not the ones who thought oh there she goes mhm we always knew there was something about that girl <laughs> you know it goes good let's we real, real talk yes and i picked myself up and i went back applied for law and now the rest is history however this is another um example and a lesson in that 
sometimes you're on your way to something and you seem to get something that takes you off the path. Something terrible happens and you think, oh my goodness. Sometimes that can be the thing that's putting position in you. I always talk about position for purpose. Yes, the three Ps. Yes, you have the purging. Okay, I got my purging. Yes, then the purging takes you to your position. And that position is almost always for purpose. So what happened to me after that is I didn't stop having vision. I didn't stop having an ambition to be excellent. But the reason for it changed. Why did I want to? Because I want to help other people like myself. I want to give people hope. I want to be able to make a difference. I want to be one of the people that, 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 that people are inspired by to hope and to believe and to dream. So I am not here trying to say lack of ambition. I am saying align your ambitions, young people, with purpose. That was so in powerful, I would say, and definitely a very challenging time for you. What I'm so impressed and inspired in your story, Bernie, is that you took that situation and you did not let it drown you. You know, you took your time to come back. And once you did that, you were there to help other people who were in the same or similar situation. You became the voice of a lot of people who really needed it. And honestly, yeah. at every point, at any point in our life, each one of us, be it leaders or who would like to, you know, support the leaders, we all feel that at some point in time. And I'm so glad that you took your life situation as an example for yourself and for a lot of other people. And you yeah. have the courage to yeah. share that. It's not easy, not at all. And kudos to your father. That was a really good advice coming from a parent. And yes. yeah, so just going i would like to go forward but just wanted to ask one more thing over here so just when you got to know about that situation and it must have been very very daunting for you as well what was the thought that was going in your head and when did you come to terms with that situation so that yeah yeah that is a very good question because we always have that moment you know that moment when you remember where you were when it happened that kind of moment and I can remember where I was when that happened. I remember when I looked at myself in the mirror and I said, you're not. You know, there's a Jamaican saying, oh, you're, you, she's, that person is worthless. They've, you know, you, you, they've turned worthless. There's a term that they use. I remember turning, looking at myself in the mirror and said, you are not going to be worthless. Yes, I said that to myself. And I decided then that I was going to, by hook or crook, make, well, not crook, but you know what I mean, it's a saying. Yes. <laughs> I was going to ensure, <laughs> I was going to make good. But now, as I said, it, it, the, 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 the rationale behind it, the motivating factor behind making good was not so I could be better than anyone else. Not that I could, that I can do better than my siblings or that I needed that to make myself feel like I was somebody, but I felt I owed it to the people who stood by me and I owed it to myself 
not to give up. I owed it to my unborn child not to give up. Because at the end of the day, when he was a son, looked back, he needed to be able to see what his mother did at that time and take inspiration from it. You know, so that was it. I, I remember it was just a day when it was, it was one of my very hard days. One of my very hard days because I obviously had, I had this, my son, and I, I, I decided I wanted to work. And I was trying to find a job. And I was finding it difficult. And that was when I said that to myself. You know, and I said, I'll do anything, but I'm not going to just sit here in my parents' house and just become worthless. That's what I said. That's not going to happen. And I, my mother was saying to me, you need to rest. I said, no, I don't. I need to work. I need to do something. And the rest is history. And then I applied. I remember when I applied to go directly into, into law, <laughs> and the, the letter came. I couldn't look at it. I had to give it to my brother to open it. I just couldn't believe it when I got in. You know, Lovely. after dropping out, that shouldn't have happened. You know? But when you when something good is when you when when you decide to follow a noble path, it mightn't happen immediately, but you bet it's gonna happen. Do not give up because like I said, you know, I, I say it all the time and I'm glad Ishani that you actually asked me to talk a little bit more about it. Because I say it all the time and I think people think, Oh, I said to myself, Oh, I'm gonna do well and then before you know it, I no, there was a lot in between. Yes. That I had to stick to that decision when it didn't seem to be going the way of me being able to pick myself back up. I didn't get into law the next year. It was two years before I got into law. So that two-year period was building, uh, in building, you know, some kind of integrity in me, building strength, building um, character, you know, um, being resilient, uh, um, determination. All of those things were being built. You know, I didn't just slap my finger. Oh, there I go. I'm in law. No, 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 no. It's a journey. Yes. Yeah. And we tend to not talk about the journey. We always talk about here and where we where we've ended. Absolutely. And that is why the whole reason behind uh, I wanted to do my first step ever is what goes behind your first step ever. And that's the most challenging part of your life. And that might keep continuing even if you have taken your first step. And that is the whole essence. And if that part of your life is going to take the most of the time, then how do you make it interesting and, you know, worth living for you? So, Bernie, thank, first of all, congratulations that you took the decision of having your baby and now you have a very proud son. Second, yeah. I want to, <laughs> yeah. second thing I would like to, you know, highlight from what you mentioned today to us, for our listeners and viewers, that if you just heard what Bernie said, before anyone could come to her, even her father, anyone could say anything to her, it was she who looked at herself and told herself, you know, you are worth, you're not worthless and you're not going to give up. So it is always your voice first. If you cannot pick yourself up, if you cannot find the confidence, whatever Nobody anyone is do. saying to you, it might not help you or it might not impact you that deeply that you take the step. So thank you, Bernie, for taking us through your, you know, 
internal process. Uh, I'm really grateful that you did that over here and we could share that journey with a lot of youngsters who are here because all of them are going through very turbulent times, most of them. And I, I'm sure they must have got some sort of inspiration or courage to, you know, where they can find that courage, which is in themselves. So moving exactly. forward. Yeah. The, other, the other thing, Ishani, quickly before you move on. Yes. Um, while you're going through these turbulent times, guys, do take the opportunity to do some introspection. Yes. Pay attention to how you are responding. Pay attention to the things that are happening around you, the ones that are helping you, the ones that are not helping you, because that's informing you really uh, about who you are. Yes. And how what your values are, what what resonates with you, what spoke to you, because as Ishani said, people might say several things, but what's the thing that you gravitated to? Yes. Who is a person that you look to, uh, look up to as the person to guide you at this time? Then it gives you an indication then of who you are because it's deep calling to deep. I always tell people, look at who you look at and, and you look up to. The celebrities, all these. Who do you look up to? Okay, so you look up to them. What qualities are in them that you look up to? Do any of them seem similar to yours? Are you trying to emulate that? Then that should tell you about yourself. What are the things that you you, you you just can't handle? You don't like people lying about people. You don't like people talking about people. You don't like to see injustice. You don't like people um, being put down. What is it that actually motivates and moves you? Those are the kind of ways. Because I've talked about knowing yourself. I can't go through that in such a half an hour thing. But, you know, pay attention. Just, you know, they, you've got people I've seen that says, stay woke. <laughs> yeah, stay woke. Keep your eyes open, you know, to what's going on. It's telling you who you are by how you're responding to it. Yeah. I like that. Stay woke. <laughs> I'm I'm gonna make that the title. Stay woke with Burley. <laughs> My daughter's cringe. She'd be like, oh mom, when I try to use these phrases, she'd be like, oh, please. <laughs> So on this happy note, we move on to one of the most interesting phases of her life where Bernie started, you know, making things happen for her one after the other, of course, with her hard work. And that's what we're going to learn over here. We're going to I'm going to ask her one question, which is I think I really wanted to make that a theme of this particular episode is how do you stand out in a foreign land where you are completely new? How do you make it over there? Or do you, what is the difference between standing out versus fitting in for her, especially for Bernie? And how did she stand out? But before that, I want to know, you know, your passion took you to a new country, which is the United Kingdom. So how did you make sure you stood out rather than fit in if that is what you believed in then? Right. Well, the thing is, a lot of us, okay, I find that from people like myself and you have the advantage in just of birth. Because we, you know, we're different. Yes. So uh, it's not difficult to stand out. But what we, I find that a lot of us do is try to fit in and try to speak with the accent of the country we are in. Try to, uh, you know, adopt their culture and their attitudes and so on. And then we just morph into nothingness. Now, I am so, so grateful that I learned the lesson of who I was before I moved to the United Kingdom. So quite accidentally, I just started to be the person that stood out. I didn't say, 
I've come to the United Kingdom and I'm going to stand out. Yeah. No, I just came because I'd learned to be unrepentant leaving. When I moved here, I just was me. I never tried. Uh, I, I thought to myself, I'm living here. I, I am Jamaican. I don't want to lose my accent. So I'd purposely hold on to my accent. Yes. Not that I could change it if I tried. I think I'd have sounded really silly because I'm not really good with accents. So I was just using my accent. That helped me to stand out when I was head of property at my law firm and I would go on the phone and I would talk to somebody. Oh, is that, is that an accent? I, yes. Is that a Jamaican accent? Yes. Oh, my daughter got mad in Jamaica. Oh, I just got back from Jamaica. And before you know it, automatic, one of the great things to do if you want people to do business with you is to establish rapport. So Oops. immediately that gave me the rapport at establishment straight away. Yes. Another thing about that me that it's me is that I'm always laughing. You talk about my energy. I, I tell you, I always tell people, if you see me for 10 minutes and in that 10 minute period, I haven't started smiling or laughing, call the ambulance. I am dying. Because I can't, <laughs> <laughs> I can't help it. It's who I am. You know? Love it's that. It's just who I am. I am just a happy, and I love people. That's naturally who I am. So I am really a I guess I'm a stereotypical Caribbean person. They say Caribbean people laugh. So I, I am stereotypical Caribbean. So, you know, and so so when I started to move around in the marketplace, they just loved me and every, all the doors were opening for me. I mean, the media, I mean, I got invited to speak within six months of me, wow. um, you know, uh, heading up that department. I was asked to speak at the National Convincing Congress about property and how you build your department by relationships. You know, of course, I spoke at the UN. That was that was another one of the offshoots of knowing who I was and using my what I call your U-print. Because we all have one of those. We leave that behind everywhere we go, whether by default or on purpose. Because we all have a, the same way we have our unique fingerprint and put, footprint. We have our unique imprint. Right? And I discovered that, and when I discovered that, I thought, hang on a minute, if I'm doing this um, by accident, I need to intentionally be that person that I am every time I show up, because that's my blueprint. That's my people call it your brand. You know, that's exactly. who I am. You know, and it has to be authentic, not created. So you can do it all the time, but even your authentic self sometimes doesn't want to show up. And that's where, guys, we have to then say, you know, have those conversations with ourselves. Because I don't get up every morning um, feeling, oh, I'm going to... Sometimes I get up and I don't feel right. But I say yeah. to myself, uh-uh-uh, not today. You're going to you gotta go out there and people are depending on you to inspire them. So you don't have time for a pity party. You don't have time to feel sorry for yourself. You, you, and, and so I, I talk to myself. I talk myself out of it. Most of the times I will go online and I'm, and I'm you know, giving these inspirational talks mm -hmm. and giving inspirational quotes. It's because I'm giving, I am actually cheering myself up. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> you know? I think that's so, needed. So, 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 so with all of that said, because of who I was, I just was who I am. And that just, because of that, people just were drawn to me because people really like difference. They pretend they don't, but people really are drawn Tell me one celebrity out there who who is not unique. I think most of them are. All unique. It's either they have an extremely unique gift or talent, 
or they're unique in how they deliver their average talent. Yeah. All the great ones have average talent, but ooze uniqueness. Ooze something great and different that, pe- that draws people to them. So we need, when we don't uh, value and, and, and develop our uniqueness, we're robbing ourselves of standing out. So don't focus on standing out. Focus on being yourself. Standing out will happen naturally. It will just happen. Yes? And people know when people are pretending. Yes? So don't pretend to be anybody else. Yes? And the other thing as well, as important as it is for you to stand out and to be yourself, it's just as important to value the differences in others. So pay attention to people. Listen to how, how they want to be treated, how they want to be spoken to. Not everybody wants you to go up and start giving them a big fat hug like I used, I do to everybody. They, I think they take my hugs because I think she's just some crazy Jamaican woman. <laughs> but everybody, <laughs> everybody wants this big hug. And some people just want, you know, a, a smile. Yeah. So value other people as well. And I can't teach you all everything about how to, to be, but I can certainly, if, you, if I could give you one thing, is start paying attention to you. Really pay attention to what bugs you, what doesn't bug you, what inspires you, what upsets you, yes? What, what, what resonates with you. Start paying attention to you and listen to what other people say about you. Yes, not necessarily negative things. Yes, okay, take them on board, but don't, 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 don't maximize the negative things. We all have negative things. Focus on the great things. Create the, your brand about around that. Show up like that every time. That's all you need. This was one amazing chat. Uh, I think what we are celebrating today is celebrate is celebrating being yourself, being you. And this just shows entirely in in your thought process and where you're coming from and how you have consciously built yourself and your thought process. And I really like the fact when you mentioned that I keep talking to myself, which is so important because once you build a connection with yourself and if you stop, you know, that chat chatter with yourself, you feel like, oh, you've missed something. And, you know, that is very required. Very interesting Thing that you mentioned it's all about standing out it's about being yourself and you your people will yourself people will notice you that way so i think a lot of youngsters a lot of people who are now across the globe because it's more easier to you know be overseas and build your career as for your choice this is one of the very difficult aspect how to you know be yourself and still gel well in the community that you are i think bernie has just told us the right formula be yourself, but be also considerate about what other people are comfortable with. So, but never lose yourself. So, Bernie, thank you so much for being on my first step ever. I think the next question. Pleasure. Yes, uh, next question that I wanted to ask you, you've already summed that so beautifully that what youngsters should be looking at and what they should not be looking at and how they should be going forward in their life. And that's the main thing is celebrating yourself, being yourself. And realizing that you are the most important thing in your life and once you know your purpose whatever it is difficult time or an easy time you will definitely surpass that so bernie before you leave i always request my guest speakers to leave our listeners with 
a book that they would like to recommend them and their favorite quote the book i would like to recommend uh, is my book yes i would love your to read it your way because it does actually break down a lot more of what i've shared today and i know it seems like a, a a plug but it's not really it really if you really are drawn to what i said today that you need to get my book where there's a lot more detail yes your your business your way on amazon okay and for me I'm the one that i has always resonated with me and i don't think it will ever be uh, out of season and it is from julius caesar there is a tide in the affairs of men which taken at the flood leads unto fortune on such a full sea we are now afloat and we must take the current when it serves or lose our ventures so now okay. is the time guys there's no more important time than this for us to ride the wave of change in this post pandemic economy young people now is the time get on that wave ride the heck out of it and find who you are thank you bernie for being on my first step ever those were some really really golden words i would say to live or lead your life by and as soon as you're able to you know come across such important aspects of how you one should lead their life i think you're very lucky that you're able to understand or maybe hear this at this point in time of your life so and if you want to know a little bit more about bernie which i think you would really want to then i'm going to leave a link on my instagram channel my first step ever underscore in to get to know a little more about what bernie is doing and she has some amazing posts on linkedin i love reading her posts she is Thank one <laughs> she's one authentic and fearless person that uh, that is over there and i like her uniqueness love it so thank you and we will see you with next episode with another amazing guest speaker hi my friends if you have reached thus far today firstly thank you so much it really means that you have learned something out of today's episode and you have enjoyed so why don't you share it with me and let me know that what is that you have learned and what would you like to listen more in the upcoming episodes I love to build a relationship with my viewers and audiences and know what really is that helping them. So you can follow me on my Instagram handle which is at myfirststepever_in and subscribe to my YouTube channel for weekly video updates. And yes, if you like what I do over here, follow my first step ever on Google, Apple or Spotify and please drop your rating my show and comment well this can be a way you can help me achieve my dreams to reach out to millions who need to hear this as i help you in your journey in taking the first step ever until next time start believing in yourself and most importantly keep believing in yourself